culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter. With Zach Peter, that's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny, and I always keep it cute. Or if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram, or join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. If you haven't done so yet, I hope you got your tickets to see me and Adam Newell live on our Spilling Tea live tour. We're coming to LA April 7th, Nashville April 13th, and New York April 28th. We have a lot of fun surprises in store, so if you haven't done so yet, go and snag your tickets at SpillingTeaLive.com. That's SpillingTeaLive.com. Okay, today's guest knows how to make one mean sandwich, but don't activate her because she can be a bit of a fighter. Please welcome um, from Bravo TV's Summer House, Lindsay Hubbard. <laughs> I think um, you know people were wondering who it was when you when you said sandwiches and activating. <laughs> Surprise! Zero doubt in anyone's mind. Okay, I have some questions. Well, first of all, your music made me want to go to a club, and Hi. I haven't wanted to go to a club in a long time. So, <laughs> congrats on that. But did you say naturally platinum? Naturally Platinum. Yes, that is the inside joke here on No Filter. Um, Clearly, I'm not Naturally Platinum because the roots are severely grown out. But it's like, uh, you're blonde. So you know, like maintaining blonde is one extremely tough. But we have to like work my bleaches around like my travel schedule and my event schedule. So, But I mean, I love a good Rudy blonde too. So I tell people I just paint in the roots, but I'm just Naturally Platinum. Yeah, I was I was pretty pretty platinum for a while, but now I'm I'm trying out like a little bit more of a warm blonde. So good for you. I love platinum blondes. Yes. So we got so many questions for you, Lindsay. People were so excited to know that you were coming on because I've had a lot of your other Summer House co-stars in the No Filter Hot Seat. One of our refa- our favorite recurring guests is Carl, who I don't know if you're, you're friendly with him. I don't know how you guys are. Yeah, currently. I haven't heard of him. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> we love Carl on the show, um, but we got so many questions for you. 
first one comes from Jess Thomas, who wants to know, um, one, thank you so much for so bravely speaking about your miscarriage on the show. She wants to know if your outlook has changed at all and how life is now after going through that experience. Um, my outlook in terms of, of just life, you know, life, future life kids. After- yeah. I mean, my goals are still the same. I still would love, you know, one day to start a family and um, have children. So it hasn't hasn't really changed that. Um, I think my I think, you know, going through a, a miscarriage, it definitely changed my outlook for the summer specific to the summer. I, I you know, my summer almost went one completely different way. Um and when it, it didn't go that way, I went the complete opposite direction of just wanting zero attachments and um, having to have fun, as much fun as possible as you've been seeing. So um, so I think that, you know, in the short term, you know, my outlook had changed for the summertime, but in the long term, it's still the same. I still would love, you know, one day to have children and a family. What went into your decision to share that uh, and to bring it up on the show? Because obviously, once you bring it up on the show, you open yourself up to other people's, you know, criticism and, you know, you subject yourself to other people's opinions. And with something so heavy, was it something you even considered not bringing up? No, um, there was no question in my mind. It wasn't really like a decision that I had to weigh. Honestly, it happened so close to when we started filming, um, that it really just wasn't a question of whether I was going to share it or not. I ultimately decided to share it because, you know, I have shared everything with viewers for six seasons from my romantic relationships to my friendships and my work and my family, um, and everything that makes up Lindsay Hubbard. So, I felt like I would would have done viewers a disservice if I yeah. didn't share this aspect of my life. It is, you know, reality TV and this was my reality. Um, I think more importantly, um, I wanted to sort of be one voice for women who have also experienced having a miscarriage and, um, you know, giving them somebody to relate to and let them know that they're not alone. I think that it's, you know, still such a taboo topic and not enough women really talk about it because they feel a lot of shame. And, um, you know, the statistics are really high. There's, you know, more miscarriages than people really understand, especially in the first pregnancy. And I think it's like one in every four women or 25% they're probably honestly higher because people don't know that they're pregnant. Um, you know, and then have a miscarriage that they probably think is just a really bad period with terrible cramps. So, um, you know, the statistics are really high. I, I, you know, wanted to share to be able to help women understand that they're not alone. Um, and that there's really nothing to be ashamed about. And, um, you know, it also helps me to, to talk about, to talk about it with, you know, my friends and family and, and, you know, and viewers. I mean, I get a lot of messages all the time from, from, you know, various women just saying, thank you for sharing. And, And like, that's when, you know, like, okay, like that, that makes it all worth sharing. 
the plat yeah, and the platform definitely makes it worth it. Have you heard from Sheena Shea at all? I know she also recently opened up about her miscarriage. Yeah, um, I didn't. It wasn't until the episode had come out because it, it, you know, I love the the Vanderpump Girls. I actually think almost all of them. I know Katie, Sheena, Kristen. Um, you know, a lot of them had reached out to me once the episode came out. And which was really, really nice and sweet. Um, but we didn't, it wasn't something that I talked to her about, you know, previous to the episode airing, but she reached out, which was really sweet. So we did just see in this recent episode, this explosive hookup between Kristen and Kristen Cavallari and Craig, which made some waves in the house with Paige. Do you think that Craig really hooked up with Kristen? Yeah, I keep seeing these headlines, um, you know, <laughs> where, you know, Kristen said she didn't hook up with him. Listen, I don't think um, Craig would have lied about it, it, it you know, because that would be risking, you know, where he's at with Paige. Like, that would be like a huge risk to lie about something that didn't happen. So I don't, I think it happened. I just like... Well, she's also very specific to say that she never dated Austin or Craig. And she hasn't publicly said I've never hooked up with him. But then I also know that like hooking up in L.A. versus hooking up in New York could mean different things. Like in New York, a hookup could just be like making out. But like in L.A., hookup means you, you know, you went all the way. Yeah, I mean, even for me, when I talk about hooking up, it's like completely different when I don't even know. Everyone's version of hooking up is very different. Um. I mean, I don't think she dated them either. I, yeah. I believe both of them, to be honest. I believe Kristen and I believe Craig. Um, and it sucks because I, you know, I don't think this would have been as big of, you know, a story as it was. But everyone we're talking about is very high profile. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think it would have blown up the way that it did had it not been who it was. Have you met Kristen? I have not. No. Oh, so you don't you've never I don't I would love to see a Kristen cameo on Summer House. Like give us Kristen for the weekend. I mean, Kristen looks like so much fun and like my kind of girl, you know, like yeah. she loves wine, country music and just to have a good time, which is pretty much my vibe <laughs> a lot of the time. So um, I mean, I think she would be like a really fun, fun girl to hang out with. But no, I've never met her. Jones Blake on Instagram wants to know what it's like watching Carl and Sierra on Summer House right now. Is there any jealousy? Jealousy? No. Being that there's I like mean, some Carl, going Carl on. has to watch single Lindsay and I was like super single last summer. So, yeah. you know, I, if anything, I'm more awkward. I feel more awkward, you know, that he has to watch me. But no, there's no jealousy. I'm not... I was never concerned about it even over summer, you know, anything with Sierra. I just like I I would talk to Carl a lot in, you know, the middle of the week and between the weekends. And he wasn't really serious about anything with Sierra. And so I just always knew it wasn't really anything. And it's also just like typical Carl, you know, like yeah. when there's single Carl is like single Lindsay, like you know what you're going to get, right? Like from single Carl, you know, you're going to get that like 
you know, spiel about how you're so beautiful. You're single. I'm single. Let's like, you know, see what happens. Like that's Carl does that with every, I mean, he did it with me, you know, season four. So, I mean, that's just typical Carl. So, and you know, but yeah, I'm more like, I'm more nervous about him having to watch single Lindsay. Yeah. (laughs) Single Lindsay's fun though. I love watching single Lindsay. Yeah, I mean, single Lindsay like likes to have a real good time. <laughs> uh, Tales with Frank wants to know if you were surprised that Sierra had Hannah's back over Luke, but did not have your back over Austin. Um, I mean, that's like a pretty multi-layered answer. Um, because I think in general, there's a lot of hypocrisy that goes on. Um I, I, I will say like, I think a couple of people owe Luke an apology about being so hard on him. I always defended Luke because he was very upfront about his intentions and where he stood. Um, so people didn't give him enough credit for that. So, I mean, listen, like I, in regards to like the, the Austin, you know, Lindsay Sierra situation, I just don't think females should ever blame the other female for um a guy not necessarily being as honest with you as he should yeah have you how are you in austin by the way i mean i don't know i haven't really talked to him i ran into him in charleston in december um i was there because kyle amanda and carl were launching Loverboy in Charleston. So I went down to have fun, um, make a weekend out of it. And we, we hung out with the Southern charm crew and, um, we basically talked about how we needed to talk. It was just not a good weekend. I was busy with the lover boy, you know, launch in Charleston. He was, they were filming their finale, which anyone who's like going into their last weekend of filming, you're like, crawling to the finish line like there's you know I did not want to interrupt that basically so we agreed that we needed to have a bigger conversation it just hasn't happened yet um I'm sure it will I just whatever you know well on watch what happens live um which he was put in an awkward position to like pick between you and Sierra about like who was the better kisser, um, which yeah. obviously was wildly uncomfortable for you because you're in the I'm watching it and I'm uncomfortable. And then you're in yeah. the audience having to watch it. Was that the night that kind of that you knew, OK, maybe I, I think I want to take a break from this being that, you know, he obviously picked Sierra and a lot of his answers over. Oh, you. so here's the thing is like I didn't care that he picked Sierra like. I hooked up with Austin once, like a long time ago, right? Like, did we cuddle? No, (laughs) I don't think I've ever cuddled with Austin. I don't care, you know, and I, and I've never really like had, you know, all of these makeouts with them. So I wasn't concerned or like, I didn't care. I think it was just the way in which he went about it. Like he could have, you know, he didn't have to just like, embarrass me that you know so blatantly like I'm your so-called best friend to the point where I'm sitting here supporting you as your best friend like you can just be like well I'm gonna say this because you know like I love you Lens but it was just like more than that it was more than like you know him just like pretending like I wasn't even like a friend of his 
it was like coming out of that episode and watching him attempt to gaslight me, you know, like I was like, what, why, what are you doing? You know? And it was just like sort of multiple things that started adding up that made me realize that maybe he's not, you know, the, the friend that I am to him. And I, and I really, you know, do try to nurture and give a lot to my friendships. I think that you can see that on almost every season of summer house, how much I am, you know, try to be a good friend to my friends. So, you know, when I give that much in a friendship, I kind of expect the same in return, you know, with respect. And I just didn't feel like I felt like he lost sight of that. So I was like, okay, no worries. Like, I'm going to take some space from this. Well, so. afterwards, he did say he called you overbearing and he he basically implied that you invited yourself to watch what happens live. And that yeah, he, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, he's going to like try to spin the story. Like, I'm not concerned about that. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Jay Denny 2030 wants to know after your first go around with Carl, what drew you back to him again? Um, Carl and I have always had such a special bond. We've always been super, super connected. Um, like even as friends, we've just always been drawn to each other. And, um, you know, as far as what drew me back to him romantically again, something clicked over summer, um, which you guys, I think will see. Um, and, and I don't know, it just sort of clicked in like this different way that I didn't even think about all summer. Like it, you know, like I didn't know or feel like I had these underlying feelings for him still, but I just think they never went away. And I think maybe the same happened for him. And it just so happened to be at the exact same time. Both of us were like, wait a second, (laughs) what's happening here? Um, But yeah, Carl's an amazing guy. I think he's put in so much work on himself. And like, I mean, he look at what he's done to get to one year of sobriety like that. He's really, really strong. And the fact that he did that on his own, and especially in the environment and the lifestyle that we live in, um, you know, I, I just I give him I have so much respect for him for being that strong and for putting in that much work. And, um, you know, he's just an amazing guy. And I think he's always, and I've always seen like these amazing sides to Carl and I I'm privy to them, right? Because I'm the closest person to him and have been for years, um, that I've always seen those different sides to him, but, you know, starting last season and then obviously this season again, like viewers are now, able to see all of this good that has been inside of this man this entire time. They were just overshadowed in the past by the bad stuff. Yeah. And I feel like you guys are both in just like a good, at least from what we see on the show in such a different place and in like a better place in your own personal lives that like, I don't know. It feels like now might be the right time for this to really go all the way. Is Carl, is Carl Endgame? Yeah, of course, Carl's in game. I mean, what what would I be doing in this situation if he wasn't right? That'd be a big waste of time. <laughs> of course, Carl's in game. Um, I mean, he's just he's amazing. He is so loving. And, 
you know, everything that I've struggled, um, everything that I've wanted in a partnership, in a relationship, um, in a life partner that I've struggled in finding and these various boyfriends of mine, you know, for example, last season, my boyfriend, you know, I struggled with like wanting certain things. I just wasn't getting from that relationship And Carl is all of those things. And he's just a phenomenal partner and we make an amazing team and we just have so much fun along the way, which I think is also really important. Um, Do you feel in life? Do you feel like there was ever a pressure for you? Because I feel like there's a double standard with like men and women, especially being on a reality show where like people expect women to settle down and want to have kids and get married a lot sooner. Did you feel any of that pressure from people in the audience, especially being that we've seen you in different relationships in past seasons? Um, No, I think I put the pressure on myself. I don't think people necessarily viewer wise was putting the pressure on me. I think it was just me, Um, you know, because it's something that I've always wanted. I've always wanted that, you know, (laughs) traditional, even though I'm like such a non-traditional girl, I've always wanted a family and a marriage. And I believed in that kind of bigger, higher love. And, um, you know, I, I put the pressure on myself so much that I almost chose, you know, the wrong people and settled. And that's something that I just don't stand for. Um, and I'm glad I didn't settle, you know, like I didn't settle for what I, you know, ultimately knew I wanted and deserved. And now I have it. And I just, I hope that serves as an example to women because, um, you know, like I wasn't, I was getting, like nothing out of those past relationships. Yeah. Nothing compared to what I'm, you know, getting now, which is just equality. But no, viewers, I don't think like viewers ever looked at me. I think they just like saw me struggling with like, you know, these these romantic journeys I was on and like these crazy paths. Um, you know, and I think I think people were always really rooting for me because they knew I had so much love to give and I do. Um, excuse me. So I think, you know, I, I think they just like really wanted me to find that happiness. Well, it looks like, I mean, you have a bit of a glow to you. So it looks like you found happiness and there's a lot of love in your life. Um, Chris O'Shea wants to know why you and Carl haven't moved in yet since you live in the same building. (laughs) Where does this person live? (laughs) I, I, I don't know. I think she means, don't you and Carl live in the same apartment building? Yeah, we do. But like anyone who understands New York, that's why I was wondering where she lives. I don't think she's in New York. Yeah. So in New York, you can't just like pick up and move. Like you have to fulfill your lease. Oh my God. No, (laughs) I'm in downtown LA. And I remember when I tried to move apartments one time and they're like, it's a whole process and you have to reapply to live in the same building and there's a transfer fee. It's not easy. Yeah, no. So like I also, so I just renewed my lease in October for another year. You can't do it for less than a year, but by October, it's way too soon to have any sort of conversations with Carl about moving in. I mean, the guy would have been freaked out. Yeah. And like, those were like the very beginning stages of like, 
entering into this like new romantic dynamic. Right. So I renewed my lease and like now his lease is up in a couple of months and we're like, well, what do we do? What do we do? I mean, it's just not as easy. Sure. Like could one of us break our lease and get out of it to go like move in together? Absolutely. Would that make more sense financially? Yes. But you also have to pay a significant amount financially. It's also timing. We have a lot of traveling that has been going on, you know, in the last couple of months, we have a lot of traveling coming up. So, you know, you have to like weigh out way more options than just, Hey, I want to live with you. Do I want to live with him? Like as of yesterday, (laughs) absolutely. You know, but it's just not as easy as snapping your fingers, unfortunately. I think there's also a healthy separation when you're still like, I mean, you guys have known each other for so long that it, it's, how long have you guys yeah, known Yeah, I don't know. We really enjoy, we're together all the time, Yeah, all the time. And like, we just don't get sick of each other ever. And, and you have like <laughs> that separation be like, okay, I can go to my apartment. I have my space. He has his space. Like, you know, but I'm sure you guys are spending the night with each other often. Well, yeah, every night. But and like, you have to also think about it, right? Like I have a one bedroom apartment. He has a one bedroom apartment. Like we, if we moved in together, like we have to get at minimum of two bedroom apartment. So at that point, I mean, there's a lot of options to weigh out as far as, but I mean, I, I love like the fact that we live in the same building. Um, There's, there's not a lot of pressure as far as like we have to move in together because we live in the same building. If that wasn't the case, there would probably be a lot more like different conversations um, if we had to travel to get to each other. But do you spend the night more at his place or does he spend the night more at your place? Um, I would his place probably more so than mine, just because you know, he's a tall guy and he has a king size bed. Um, and his, for some reason, his bedroom is a lot like cooler than my bedroom. My bedroom gets really hot at night and I like get really hot at night. Like I'm like a furnace. So, um, so yeah, so more so in his apartment, but we do like split. I mean, we're pretty even about our split as far as you know, where we spend our time before bed. BT Rich One asks, how many sandwiches have you made for Carl? <laughs> um, you know, as everyone keeps asking this question, um, you know, how many has he made for me? How many have I made for him? We don't really like make sandwiches for each other, but I make, I, I do love to experiment with different recipes. Um, so I do make a lot of home cooked meals which in my opinion is way more than a sandwich. A lot more effort goes into it. Um, And he also does the same. Um, He is, you know, when it's warm outside, he likes to grill. And he also gets into the kitchen with me to like cook with me, which is something that I haven't really necessarily gotten from any other relationship. And, And that's cool. It's fun. You know, like he's, intrigued and wants to help and, you know, like learn more, um, you know, in the culinary field along with me. So yeah, I didn't, haven't specifically made him a sandwich, but I've made him more and he's made me more. Are you guys doing anything special for Valentine's day? 
<laughs> um, well, we are going to Mexico uh, for like this long weekend. Um, and then obviously we're back for the Super Bowl because we both love football and we have to watch it. But yeah, Valentine's Day is what, Monday? Um, honestly, like I'll probably at that point just want to stay in. And like order pizza or something. Do you something. even care about? I feel like we overhype Valentine's Day. I I've always thought Valentine's Day was overhyped. I've I've never been the girl that's like wanting to go to the scenic restaurant on Valentine's Day. It's like the worst night to go to, you know, the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always just been like, I'd rather be at home and do something special and intimate and sentimental to the two of us. Um so we'll probably just wind up doing that on the actual day, but we are going to Mexico. So that I think is our, our thing, our Valentine's day trip. Well, that'll be fun. Um, LV Knights girl wants to know if you guys have talked at all about marriage or babies. Um, We haven't like talked in specifics about like, how many kids do you want? What do you want to name them? It's not like that. I mean, I think we both are very serious about having a serious future with each other. Um, and it'll happen, but no, we don't, I don't feel the need like I have maybe in the past. Cause I think I'm just so at peace in, in, you know, having a secure relationship, yeah. um, that I don't really feel the need to like like talk about it, you know, it'll come, but I think we both want it. Um, in time. Yeah. We both want it in time and, and we want it from each other and, um, we want the same things. So, so how many months has it been now officially? Well, whenever he officially announced it on watch (laughs) what happens live. So what a month? Well, I mean, I think it's we've seen the photos, though, for months, I think, since like Kyle and Amanda's wedding of the two of you together. Has it been was that like when it was official official or have you guys secretly been like together for a minute? No, I mean, listen, like it's just like any other relationship, right? You, you date. And although it's different because I don't have to get to know him in a way that's like, what do you do for work? And like how many siblings do you have? Or, you know, meeting the parents, like I already met his parents years ago. So we didn't have to get to know each other that way, but we still, there's still like a dating period. Um, you know, and ultimately at the end of the day, like what, it was like a, a, a couple, a few months, since when Kyle and Amanda got married at the end of September and here we are, um, you know, at the end of January. So I think that's a pretty typical, normal time frame to become official with somebody. Did you ever have doubts that Amanda and Kyle would make it down the aisle? No, no, I never, I never had doubts. I knew, I mean, they have just like overcome so much adversity and like persevered. Like it's not easy. Obviously they've been on since season one, you know, they've, they've been in a relationship and have, have had it like, you know, picked apart and scrutinized and, you know, like people tend to like, you know, target relationships because they're easier to target. Um, so they've been through a lot. I, I never had any doubts that they would make it down the aisle. No. Now, since you are a PR, like, 
queen, do you ever give them advice for lover boy since Carl and Kyle really, I mean, I, I think people don't realize how much they're actually like doing everything behind lover. Like they're not just a face, like a housewife face in front of an alcohol brand. Like they're actually running this company themselves. Do you ever kind of pop in and give them some PR advice? <laughs> I have in the past for sure. Um, but I, I think it's like healthier, like my boyfriend works for Loverboy. Kyle and Carl are best friends. Kyle and Amanda are married. So like at some point, you know, there has to be some separation, especially for Carl. Like, you know, if I, if I was like super involved with Loverboy, you know, it probably wouldn't be amazing for my relationship with Carl. So I think, you know, I have in the past given advice, but I also like to like keep my distance and just support as a friend. Um, because you know, that's, that's their thing. Dina J wants to know how much lover boy you drink in a week. Oh my gosh. I mean, we slam them at the summer house (laughs) over summer or when are we talking here? Um, yeah, I don't know how many lover boys do I drink in a week over summer? Probably like, probably like 10. I love the orange chai. Now that they're here in Ralph's, I like am always buying them out of Ralph's and their orange chai is my favorite. Yeah, I love orange chai. My my favorite always changes. Like it started out as like the lemon iced tea and then it's gone to the hibiscus pomegranate. Then it went to the peach and then now it's orange chai. And then in like a couple of months, I think is or whenever soon they are launching a new flavor that is probably my all-time all-time favorite um as told by tones wants to know what happened with jason um yeah you know i thought you guys were gonna see i did talk to him at the beginning of summer um on camera but i i guess it didn't make it um jason is i still run into him whenever you know there's a big group um, you know, doing something like a holiday party, whatever. So, uh, he's, he's around. I don't, you know, I don't hang out with him, but you know, he'll, we'll text here and there. Um, Jason's a great guy. He really is. I think that he's, I just have, I don't have enough nice things to say about him because he's just so wonderful of a person. Um, why do things work out? Um, I think, (laughs) well, things didn't work out for me with him just because I, I don't know. I, I wanted something a little bit more from him that I wasn't getting. And like, I'm trying to learn from my past relationships where I stayed in things a little bit too long sometimes when I shouldn't have, um, if I knew it wasn't necessarily, you know, gonna be a forever thing so yeah I couldn't necessarily see that huge big future with him and ultimately I think that's what happened now with Paige we see her in this current love triangle with Andrea and with Craig were you rooting for one or the other over the summer um no, I mean, the, again, like this is so this is like the wildest thing. Like I'm seeing things 
like right when you guys are as viewers that I don't know go on behind closed doors. So for me, once Paige was with Craig, Paige was with Craig in my mind. I didn't know that there was still, you know, something kind of happening with Andrea and her. Um, but yeah, no, there was no like guessing game for me as far as who she was going to wind up with. I mean, Craig, I don't know. Yeah. No, I like, I, mean, I like them together. I mean, I enjoy seeing Paige and Craig. I enjoy knowing that like by the end of summer house, we're going to get a Paige and Craig and a Lindsay and Carl. Um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I like Paige and Craig together too. I think they're great for each other. I think they're really cute and they, they, you know, make each other happy, which ultimately is all that matters. You know, like I, I really truly believe that everyone deserves love and happiness. And if they do that for each other, like I love that for them. And, and I, and, you know, and really I just, all I ever want is whoever, you know, Paige is with or whoever any of my friends are with that, you know, their boyfriend makes them happy and gives them, you know, like a lot of love. So yeah, I think they're great. Have you kept in touch with Hannah at all? No, no, I haven't. I mean, after the reunion last season was basically the last time I saw her. Was that a relationship that kind of just fell apart on the show that just wasn't interested in keeping up? Or did you guys kind of just get busy and, and slowly drift apart? No, I mean, it was like ultimately a result of that summer. Yeah. Um, I think there was a lot of unnecessary forced made up drama that didn't need to happen. And that's just like, not who I choose to really keep in my group of friends. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if, if that's, I don't know. I mean, I, I just like, she, you know, think about it. Like someone makes up an entire story that you hooked up with somebody and you cheated on your boyfriend like that's not really somebody I call a friend. Yeah. So I think it's as simple as that. On Watch What Happens Live, you said that Sierra was the least fun in the house. Who would you say is the most fun in the summer house? The most fun? Um, huh. I think, I mean, I think Kyle is so much fun because he's just hilarious. Like, he is hilarious. I find him to be so, so, so funny. Um, so I would definitely say Kyle. I think Paige is a lot of fun too. I really do. I think, you know, I really had fun with her this, this summer and, and, um, and she kind of like let her hair down a little bit and is, is showing more of her natural self, which is fun to see. And, and I had a great time with her. So I really like Paige this season and even in Winter House because I feel like without Hannah, she just kind of was able to let her hair down and shine a little more and not get kind of over because I think Hannah just had such a big personality. Um, But I really enjoy watching Paige on the show now. Yeah, well, I mean, if you also think about it, like Paige had a boyfriend, um, you know, that we never met on the show. Right. And we never got to know him or them in their relationship. And just naturally when somebody's in a relationship and you don't know the significant other, that person is a little bit more reserved and less out there. I mean, even me, like 
when I'm single, I am out there. When I'm in a relationship, I'm more reserved, kind of, <laughs> just in different ways, you know? So I think, you know, having her single and like watching her going through this dating process and trying to like navigate that, um, it's, it's fun to watch. I think so. I'm enjoying this season of Summer House. I can't wait to see Amanda and Kyle finally make it down the aisle. I think we've watched their relationship up and down, uh, like go up and down for so many seasons now that it's nice to see them finally tie the knot and make it all the way. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I'm really enjoying this season of Summer House. And I loved you on Winter House. I thought Winter House was a great addition to this franchise. I'm like still hungover from Winter House. <laughs> Would you do another season of Winter House if they're down? Yeah, of course. Like what, when have you ever known me to turn down like a week of fun or two weeks of fun or like Would you a bring Carl this time? I mean, I, I hopefully I if, if they decide they're going to do it, then I'm down for it. But of course, I'm not going to do anything without my boyfriend. I know. He's officially your man. <laughs> I'm rooting for you and Carl. I think you guys are such a cute couple. And I'm so grateful for you chatting with me on the show today, Lindsay. You've oh, been thanks. one of my faves. You and Carl have secretly been my faves on the show since the beginning. And now that you're together, it's just like, it's like my summer house world has become one. Oh, thanks. I love that. Well, I'm excited to see what continues to unfold. Guys, you can catch Lindsay on Summer House Monday nights on Bravo. Lindsay, is there anything else you want to promote about your, I mean, you have your your mega PR business, you have your merch, anything else you want to pimp out? I mean, not right now. Um, I guess if you want to follow me, you can just see what I'm up to in my daily shenanigans. Um, at Lynn's Hubs on Instagram. And other than that, you know, just watch Summer House every Monday on Bravo at nine. Every Monday on Bravo at nine. And then they can buy your merch, which is available. If they ever, if they want to get activated just like you, they can go and stock up. Or they can <laughs> stock up on Loverboy. I know I've been drinking lots of Loverboy lately. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, it is a good time. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And maybe one day I'll have my own Carl to be able to blast on the gram like Lindsay. I need a giant tree of a man to climb every night just like Lindsay's able to. I'm coming for that. Manifesting that love this Valentine's Day. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We have Sheena and Brock from Vanderpump Rules on the show next week. And they've got lots of tea to spill about their relationship and lots of hot dating tips. So stay tuned for that. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Be sure to stock up on your No Filter Wine at NoFilterWine.com. And don't forget to get your tickets to Spilling Tea Live. Me and Adam have some fun shows planned for this spring. So go and get your tickets right now before they're sold out at SpillingTeaLive.com. And don't forget to watch Lindsay Hubbard on Summer House Monday nights on Bravo. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs> 